Hello, this is Juan, and we're back with Blue Collar Ministries. We're going to do a quick message today, um, so let's get right into it. By the way, it is January 27th, 2024. Okay, so what we're going to do, we're going to break down uh, Matthew verses 21 to uh, through 23, um, hit some key points, uh, so let's go ahead and get into it. First, I'm going to start by reading vor- verse 23. This is a very popular verse. Uh, you probably heard it several times. And this is, in the, uh, like I said, in the book of Matthew, and it says, And then I will declare them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Okay, so that's a key word, the depart from me, I never knew you. I've, uh, heard that probably with different versions. That was the King James Version. Um, so the first thing I want to talk about is the, the first key, key point. Okay. Who is he speaking to right here? And we're going to go over verses 21 uh, 21 and 22 it says, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall we enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my father in heaven. Verse 22, many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast demons out in your name and done many wonders in your name. Okay. So clearly right here, the audience is the church. You know, we're not, I don't believe we're speaking with non-believers with you know atheists or buddhists or you know hindi you know uh, muslims this is clearly people that are identifying him as a lord because they're you know about to enter the uh, kingdom of heaven and they're saying you know we've done these things in your name and they identify him as the lord and you know they seem you know somewhat shocked you know because they're saying right here have we not done this in your name or then have we not done that so they're clearly you know they had some sort of idea that yes, they should be getting into heaven. So that right there, right off the bat, you know, we're identifying that he is clearly speaking to the church. And we'll talk about how that could be an issue there with the next verse when we break down. Uh, The second key point is the word usage by the Lord. And uh, if y'all have broken broken down, if y'all have read the Bible, you know, and have a good grasp of, you know, how the Lord speaks, you know, how his, you know, the apostles speak in their letters, um, in their books, they're very deliberate and intentional in their word usage. You know, they don't really add extra words that don't need to be there or add points that aren't, you know, significant. So for breaking down, we'll go back to verse 23. We're breaking down the depart from me. I never knew you part. Okay. So I'll go ahead and read it again. It says then I will declare to them, I never knew you depart from me. You who practice lawlessness. Okay. And notice the verse right here that the Lord uses in specific importance on the word never. And he, and he right here, of course, we identified um, in verses 21 and 22 that he is talking to believers, churchgoers, church particip- participants, you know, whatever you want to call them, you know, people that are involved in Christianity in some sort. I mean, you can debate the whole true believer or, or whatnot, but right now we're just breaking down the word never. And so why is that significant? Okay, why would he not say something like, um, depart from me, he who fell out of the faith, or he who I do not know anymore, or something indicating that at some point he knew them. Instead, he goes directly and just outright says, I never knew you depart from me. You know, very specific, very intentional. You know, so what right, what right here is the Lord warning us, you know, through the message of Matthew? 
and we also, like I said, um, identified earlier that he is speaking to the church or some sort of participant or people that are involved in Christianity. So could it be right here that he's saying the church that this may unfortunately be a downfall of, you know, a lot of people that are churchgoers, that they never, that Jesus never knew them. And he's stating right there, you know, I never knew you. So you're not, you know, getting into the, uh, you're not getting into the kingdom, you know, but we are under the, you know, the assumption, you know, that if we attend church and, you know, just vaguely have some sort of belief that, you know, we're going to heaven, but clearly right here, you know, Matthew, you know, he's war- warning you, you know, in this book, and he, d- he does it also throughout his other book. Um, specifically, um, we could also reference uh, Matthew 7, 13 through 14, where it talks about entering, um, entering to, uh, through the narrow gate that we enter the kingdom through a narrow gate and broad, you know, the broad gate that people enter, enter through is, you know, the pathway to, uh, pathway to destruction. So in other words, hell and broad, you know, those are very open worldly. You could identify them as open worldly views. You know, if your form of Christianity meshes well with the world, you know, maybe there's a problem there and you might want to, you know, cause we really aren't supposed to reflect the world. We're supposed to reflect the kingdom. And if you, you know, go read, you know, throughout the Bible, um, Jesus and his followers, a lot of, a lot of people like the Pharisees, you know, other religious leaders, they rejected them, you know, and I mean, obviously they had them all killed because you know, they spoke the complete truth and Christianity in their views. So right here, um, you know, that was the importance of main thing I wanted to get across that in this right here, the depart from me, you know, he is indeed speaking to the church. You know, I never knew you because he's, you know, like I said, in verses 21 through 22, these people identify him as Lord. You know, they're saying they did these things, you know, in his name, his wonders in his name, and they're, you know, not going to enter the kingdom. So this is a time, you know, where I'd say, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, I mean, there should be a sense of urgency when you read this and maybe you feel uncomfortable, you know, maybe there's something, you know, not feeling right, you know, it's not sitting right with you. And if you read it and, you know, it just gives you confirmation that you're fine, you're good to go. Great. But if, you know, you do listen to this and, you know, you really reflect on, you know, the, the importance, like I said, of the word never, um, that he is speaking to the church, you know, that you might maybe want to re realign, you know, your, your, you know, your priorities and put Jesus in front of things like, you know, it should be, you know, so that's the time where we want to develop that relationship with him. You want to start praying more. You want to meditate on him. You want to basically, he's, he is your priority. He is your first go-to on everything. You want, you know, something answered, some questions answered. You go to the Lord, you know, you want some, um, you have questions or something about your faith or how to guide your family, you go to the Lord, you know, you want peace in your heart, you know, peace in your mind, you know, from whatever issues you're dealing with the um, in the world, you know, you go to the Lord, you rely on him, you build that relationship. So then he will know you because you know him, you're getting to know him, you're spending time with him, you're reading his book that he made specifically for us. And you're knowing about his life, you're knowing about the people he spent time with, you know, you're getting to know him and he's getting to know you in that time of prayer and meditation. And also, like I said, in picking up the cross, you know, there's no, there's nothing um, better, 
better. You know, everything's important, but you truly feel the the power of the Lord when you actually pick up that cross and start walking with him. Uh, when you have his faith, when you do everything, you know, the Bible tells you to do and cut things, you know, cut off stuff that, you know, are just harming, you know, your relationship um, and your walk with God. Um, and just not getting distracted with the world. Um, and, you know, I've discussed, um, you know, Satan and his, his entities here on earth and they're here to distract. And it not necessarily is always specific sin things. Like he doesn't always specifically distract you with what we obviously see as sin, like, like a murder, or, you know, necessarily anything horribly bad. Um, anything technically is bad if it's, you know, distracting you from your walk with God. But you know what I mean? Like, for instance, you know, work, he could make you extremely obsessed with your work and that in turn will, you know, hinder your relationship with God or money um, or lust, you know, all those other things, you know, and he's, you know, he's, like I said, identified in the Bible. He isn't in hell with the pitchfork, you know, just torturing people there. The, the Bible clearly states that he is here on earth. He's working until Jesus comes. He is technically a lowercase G, you know, God of this, of this earth. So he's ruling here. He's doing his damage and he, you know, he has all those assets under his management, you know, per se to distract God's people, you know, through the stuff we listen to, you know, maybe the music we listen to the videos or movies we watch, um, the, you know, celebrities, people in Hollywood that people like to get distracted with and somewhat kind of bewitched with, he has all those assets, all the money in the world to keep us distracted. And we don't need, and he doesn't even need for us to acknowledge him or believe in him. He just needs to take away us from God. And if he can't get your soul, he wants you to, he wants to stop you from, you know, um, leading other people, you know, to Christ or from God or for Jesus to be working through you you know, in, in your daily walk. Um, and like with that, like I said, that was a quick message. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and end it at that. You know, I hope anyone listening to this got, you know, some, some good points out of this. And like I said, if, you know, you read this and this is just confirmation that you're good to go, you know, you're walking the path, you're doing what you got to find, you know, but you know, if something hits you wrong here, like I said, you know, develop that relationship with the Lord, pray fast, walk with him, you know, love him. And that's about it. Um, so with that, hope you all have a blessed day, blessed weekend, uh, bless you, bless your families, be encouraged, be bold. Bye-bye.